that's it. And nice. there you go. I love it. And we're good to go. Yeah. Oh, we're so we're starting. Let me do so. Wait, wait, wait. I, hold on. Gallery view. That's the other thing. Gotta do gallery view. That's the stepping. Gotta do gallery view. That's the step that fucks me up. Now, before you say anything, let me show you. Let me show you this little bad boy I've been working on, because yeah. it's been so long. You know, I'm still working on that dude's rock shirt. Sure. And it's been fucking me up. I decided to do. I'm gonna do three. I'm gonna do a collection. Love that. And then we're looking for like a, a mid to late June release, just in time for summer. I figure uh, mid to late June release, just in time for summer. I figure. By that point, people stop caring about black lives. <laughs> we'll be able to open the economy back up. Open the economy back up for ironic t-shirts. It would be cool if like, there was just like some huge overcorrection where they're like, only black people are allowed to have jobs now. <laughs> and they're, the, because, as, that's the reparations. We're going to open the economy back up. Only black people are allowed to have jobs. White people, obviously, you know, we can't kill them, so they'll just get government subsidies. So, uh, yeah, we'll just create yeah. it, where black people do all the work and then, they'll be paying the taxes and be doing all this. They will have, we'll have that, universal basic income for white people, but the dignity of work for black people, they get to go back out in the field. <laughs> Their field, their chosen field, their chosen field of work. I, mean, I okay, that was wrong. I didn't mean that, but I meant their like doc being a doctor is a field. That's a field. That's a type of field. Boop. Wrong. <laughs> 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 oh fuck! Wait. Yeah, I was, you know, I actually have partnered. I know the police. Wait, are wait, real quick. I was laughing earlier today about like. That the reason Wiley Coyote wants to kill the Roadrunner is because he's always saying the N word twice. <laughs> this is the Roadrunner just going around saying the N word twice real quick. And then away. Yeah. Wiley Coyote uh, like once I can deal with, but two of them, two hard R's, and then two just hard R's always. And then just rocking me. My wife is black. Yeah, you're not. I'm not supposed to allow people to say the N word once, but he's saying it twice every time. <laughs> He's doing He's a double, double races, double a double N to me, and then running the ball. <laughs> comes up. Well, I actually to decrease tensions, I have partnered with law enforcement. Mm -hmm. I've allowed them to use my background on this uh, podcast mm -hmm. to get criminals to bring them into justice, and they said if because I'm doing that, they're going to take it easy on protesters so here's the first here's the first uh criminal that they just sent me random wanted posters of the most of the most uh, uh dangerous criminals out there so um if you see somebody who matches this description he i guess his crime was coming in his pants when he sees a guy with no shirt on damn so um, so you're saying i'm a dangerous criminal that's wanted by the government I'm not saying is that even you? That does oh my god, I guess that guy sort of does look like you. I haven't seen this before. I don't know what you I'm not saying anything. Yeah. This is what oh. the cops sent me. That's cool that that uh the cops <laughs> are letting you know that I'm one of the most dangerous people in the entire world. What what's your crime? Can you read it so everyone at home who doesn't have a visual aid? I don't know how to read, I'm an outlaw. <laughs> well for everyone at home, just wanted Coming in his pants when he sees a guy with no shirt on. That's what Stav learned this last week, is that you can always trust the police. You can always <laughs> believe what the police have to say about somebody. I didn't say anything. 
they think I'm such a threat that they have to come up with. Anyways, check your check your your iMessage because I just sent you. This is the reference. I, I'm working out a reference photo for the next for. Oh yeah. Series two. Dude. Oh, this is really good. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, folks, I'm privy to some of the inside inside work going into the Nick Mullen T-shirt factory. You're gonna love some of these designs. <laughs> You're gonna love some of these designs. I guarantee. You're gonna you. like the way you. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna motherfucking like the way you motherfucking look. Mm. Yeah, I'm happy with this one. It's obviously gonna be a shit ton of work to get yeah. the way I want. But it's gonna be worth it, man. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna start making shirts with absolutely no artistic. That's the steel thing. Steel that- whatsoever. The more time it takes to to design it and make it look the way you want, you end up like needing more colors, and then the production cost goes up. So those are the ones you make the least amount of money on. They're then, beautiful. Yeah, you're not like if you if you were to sell like a fucking eight color or nine color shirt at twenty dollars, you wouldn't make any money. Right. Especially, especially you know, because I everyone complained that I had to offer like big boy sizes, and some of those are like just break even. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you doing that for the community. Oh, whatever. I mean, it doesn't cost me anything. We thank you. Yeah. We thank you. Yeah, before that, you were doing all, you were going all the way up to medium. Yeah. The only sizes. <laughs> I don't know, man. Some people order shit in 4XL, and it's mm-hmm. like, there's just such a burden on society. <laughs> Do we all have to, like, subsidize No. <laughs> Stop it. Quiet. <laughs> How like, dare you? Oh, our, our t-shirts cost more, huh? Why? Because more materials need to go into them? <laughs> Literally, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what living in a society is about, helping people out. Hey, it's a you utopia. Know you know what? I'm I'm, I'm doing it. You know? Thank you. And let me say again, thank you. But don't complain about it. No, I'm allowed to complain about don't it. Don't complain. We don't like to be complained at. That's the thing. If we ever get the kind of like tax that people want, you know, what a 90% tax, you better yeah. shut up when rich people start complaining about taxes. Yeah, they can. They, the problem is they complain now and they don't pay for shit. Do they, though? I think they mostly just sit quiet and they go like, wow, things look really bad out there. And then they just like continue. They talk about their taxes. Accrue wealth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. It's never the actually rich people that complain. It's always somebody who is not even in that high of a tax bracket. Yeah, the people, the people like me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to complain. Actually, I don't really complain too much. Only, uh, only when I actually do have to pay the taxes. Yes. I mean, I'm, the I'm, week, the week that check gets written is a tough week. I will admit, but, and it's only tough because we don't get shit for them. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is it even going towards? I'm starting to talk to like I'm trying to get like a mortgage. You know, so I started talking to like, um, I guess just a loan officer at my yeah. daughter's just to have like some idea of like what I could get pre-approved for mm-hmm. whatever. So I did a, like a profit and loss report and I prepaid my tax for the year, which should be accounted as like an asset rather than, you know, like a, an expense. So that needs to be like fixed on the report. But like just to see the amount of money that I paid to the government this year in total yeah. 180 so Hundred eighty thousand dollars. Holy shit! Yeah. What are you, a millionaire? No. <laughs> That's like leftover tax from last year after I paid all the estimated, and then it's Damn. all the estimated for this year. Damn. It's like, 
you know, I don't even, I don't know. I just like, fuck it. I got the voucher. That's a couple, that's, that's 10 riot uniforms. Mm-hmm. That's a couple tanks, dude. You're doing your part, dude. How many batons have you paid for yourself? Yeah. Still no health insurance. <laughs> no health insurance. Oh yeah. I don't have health insurance. <laughs> but we have an unlimited supply of tear gas to fuck these cocksuckers up for, for getting out of line. Yeah. At least the curfew's over, you know? Yeah. Curfew's over. People have been out and about. It looks like it's time to start getting pussy soon. De Blasio should fall asleep in his car or in the garage where they're running. I mean, how bad? Literally nobody likes There's not one person who's like, that's my guy. Yeah. His daughter doesn't like him. The cops doxed his daughter. They don't like him. No liberals like him. No fucking Republicans like him. Yeah. Who's like a de Blasio guy? Who would you have to be to be like, yeah, that guy's my guy? Uh, I don't know. Probably some like Union Square lib. Dude. Yeah. Is like the only thing they care about is Pride Parade. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about like, you know, like, ooh, we, good news. We got MasterCard on board for Pride this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Monsanto kissing booth at Pride. You can kiss an Indian farmer on the lips. It was was this or kill himself. Very funny how much, like, pride was driven by corporate branding this year. Oh, yeah. It was also, too, is like, you know, in in the wake of all these protests, it was like the the CTO of, uh, or the CFO of Citigroup. It was like some black guy. He's, like, talking about running for president. City, from, from Citibank? Yeah. Damn. Like, you know, we tried that already. You know, we already had a black president. I don't think the answer is black Wall Street guy just becomes president and suddenly these problems go away. Yeah. Black Wall Street guy who's not definitely not as good of a talker as Obama. Give mm-hmm. that to Obama. The speeches were great. Mm-hmm. It's like it was like it was like dating somebody who gave incredible dome, but everything else was horrible. He's very charismatic. One, yeah. of the, one of the most charismatic presidents of all time. Right. Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, Abraham Lincoln. The big four. Yeah. Then you, Mount Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> Get those other cocksuckers on there. Who's on there? Fucking FDR, probably? No, Teddy. Isn't Teddy, Teddy on there for no reason? Yeah, it's Teddy Roosevelt, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, and... Uh, Another old one? Uh, you know what? Not Andrew Jackson. Um... Uh, Hamilton. Hamilton? So. He's not a president, was he? No. He's. They made a gay musical about him. Yeah, that's when they put him on there. They put him. It's Lin Manuel Miranda as Hamilton is on, is on there. That's good. Yeah. Who the fuck is that other guy? Is it Pierce? No, that was the gay one, I think. Or was that Buchanan? Is that the uh, same guy? It's. It, hold on, hold on. Don't say it. Adams. Is it an Adams? I'm still looking it up. Thomas Jefferson, not a president. It is Thomas Jefferson. It is? Oh, wait, that is, I'm thinking, yeah, Thomas Jefferson. He was the president, of course. It does, those are weird choices. Teddy makes no sense. At least Thomas Jefferson, he, he fucking got all that land from Napoleon's bitch ass. Isn't Teddy on there because he was the one that was like, let's have parks? Yeah, he loved parks. Yeah. He loved parks. He loved riding bears and shit. Mm-hmm. Dressed him up as a little girl when he was a, when he was a little boy. I remember that. Got shot. That's what people say. They say that uh, you know, in, 
Victorian times, little boys, they would dress like girls and girls would dress like boys. And that's evidence that um, trans people should be able to do something. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't it, didn't they also say that pink used to be for boys and blue was for girls and they swapped it? Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. Oh, yeah. shit. The Crazy Horse Memorial. That's awesome. When did we stop carving faces in the mountains? That's cool. I think that rocks. That's one of the best types of memorials there is. Fucking awesome. I remember as a kid, like being like, "How the fuck did they do that with Mount Rushmore?" <laughs> yeah. Now I'm 31 years old, and I'm like, "How the fuck did they do that?" Still no idea. I'm gonna guess it has something to do with a big ass. It's something hydraulic powered. Yeah. Maybe good. a big ass knife that goes in and. Good guess. I like has... the, your approach to things. I guess mine too is like when, when like in science class for third graders, when they're like, "All right, what do you guys fucking think this is?" And then <laughs> you know, everyone's like, "It's um, they used a gun to shoot." I think it's a big ass knife looking thing that goes. Doo, 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 doo. I think they used a knife. <laughs> I really think that. This is Stevenson. I think they used a knife. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a knife, faggot. <laughs> Michael, go to the office. Tell the principal you called Stephen a faggot. <laughs> tell the principal that. You tell our gay principal. You tell the gay principal. You know our principal's gay. Let's see if you're so brave enough to call him a faggot. Oh, you you are. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna go and you're gonna pull, and you're gonna you're gonna relish the opportunity. Cuts to a shot of that kid, and you can just see the glass. We're looking through the glass into the principal's office, and he's just yelling faggot over and over again. Well, the secretary dials his parents. <laughs> just some slight man in a bow tie, just like. Yeah. <laughs> Use your words. I am, but not, not that word. This is my favorite word. Yeah. I'm using my favorite word. It's it's shitty that children don't realize that there really is no way to discipline them. Yeah. There really isn't. Yeah, it's like, it's basically, that's, I was just watching Sopranos, they were just talking about that. Mm -hmm. How they were like, if she ever finds out that we've got no leverage, we're fucked. Tony's yeah. literally approaching Meadow. After Meadow throws that party in uh, her grandma's house, mm -hmm. and they take away her MasterCard, big deal. Yeah. But yeah, kids could do whatever the fuck they want, but they don't have the knowledge. They don't have this, the power of street knowledge on their side. No, they don't have street knowledge. Uh -huh. So how, how do we fix that? How do we give kids street knowledge? More protests. Nice. You gotta Take your kid to a protest. You bring your, your Park Slope cool toddler to a protest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's got to be like Park Slope toddlers that are like, I actually think you can just call me he, Mom. Mm -hmm. She's like, shut the fuck up. It's they if anyone asks. <laughs> it's they. $400,000 a year to send you to a trans school. <laughs> to say you, uh, I will not be outshined by. You fucking say that, you cocksucker. Actually hits him. It's just like a mom with like a pixie cut at the school that's like, well, Skylar's already had nine surgeries. <laughs> like, proud of. <laughs> Yeah. Then they're going to have that Jax problem. Didn't Jax, couldn't they not make her a pussy because they made her trans too young or something? Remember that episode? Is that what happened? I think they were just, I remember, all I remember is they were shopping around. They were pussy shopping for sure for a while. 
and go into different doctors. I love that you can just end up at Dr. Nick's office with that shit. Oh, yeah. You will make a pussy for everybody. <laughs> We're going to make a pussy out of your elbow. Just a bony-ass pussy? Yeah. Man, I saw I watched uh, The Way Back in Marriage Story. I did, like, a divorce double feature. Love that. Dude, Marriage Story's boring. I think everybody... it looked It looked boring as fuck. It's fucking stupid. Um, I really don't understand why people yeah. love that movie. I didn't get it at all. It looked. I mean, I was. Ne- I'm never gonna watch it. It's literally just fucking. It's like rich people talking. It's fucking yeah. past. I mean, it's like it's it's you know. It's fucking like I guess like so like somebody will make a dramatic movie like that and then like critics will give it credit for not being melodramatic, you know. It's like a, a serious addressing of but the issue itself is like kind of like mundane boring yeah who gives a shit i mean this shit ha- that shit happens it's like the, the it's like this dispute as to whether they live in new york or los angeles you know and it's like like who can't like who the fuck right. who the fuck outside of like well that's the thing it's the kind of movie made for the people that are paid to think about movies people that give a fuck between new yeah. york versus la that makes sense. And it's like nobody else cares Nobody cares. And the thing is, like, you know, people like credit their performances and there's a big debate as to whether like the acting was good or not. Now, it's like outside of this, I know Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson are both like talented actors, you know, but it's like something feels kind of shitty about it. And it's because like, I guess so much fighting is performative anyways. Like most people are just bad actors in their real life. (laughs) People that watch that and think this is an authentic portrayal, it's an authentic, authentic portrayal of like the the actual fraudulence of real couples fighting or whatever yeah so it's double fake making it real in, I, guess. I guess some kind of roundabout way if you wanted to give them more credit more credit to the movie than it's due but yeah, yeah. Most part, it's like this is such a boring piece of shit yeah movie. fuck that dude somebody get a gun out scarlet show a fucking titty at yeah. least it's like what's the story what is the marriage story we didn't say there's nothing always didn't adam driver get his dick sucked on the sneak or something yeah, some he cheated on his wife, but it's like, what, there's no story here. There's no, like, the characters don't change in any way. It's just a snapshot of, like, the time he got divorced. Yeah, and isn't this basically the guy who, what's the guy, Bombback, who did this shit? Yeah. Didn't he, isn't he just, like, is this just his life in a yeah. boring-ass way? Right. You know, but it, that's the thing, though, is it could be anybody's. It's like, it is just a, it's just a fucking, like, upper-middle-class divorce. It's like, who, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, I especially don't give a fuck about an upper-middle-class divorce. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers, their lives aren't hard. They yeah. just went to go live in a nice place. By They didn't have... It doesn't affect money. It doesn't affect... No one's in danger. You can just He's just getting his dick sucked. Kramer versus Kramer, which is... will give you everything you want out of a movie like that, and it's better. Yeah. Because I'll watch that. Kramer yeah. versus Kramer. Yeah, a man who's... I'm getting divorced, Jerry! Wait, that's George. Severely autistic is... Uh, you know, def- definitely, definitely don't want to lose my son. Definitely, uh, yeah. Rain Man divorces Kramer from Seinfeld. Yeah, Rain Man gets divorced <laughs> from uh, I am Sam. Yeah, <laughs> now that's a movie. Two retarded fathers. Kramer versus Sam. Yeah, definitely want to keep. Definitely want to have custody of my daughter. I def- definitely want to hold on to my daughter. You, he's he's the mean kind of retard. And I'm the dumb kind of retard. 
which one is better, the, the child, the the cold, calculating type of retard, or the heartwarming and caring, yet very stupid and incompetent kind of retard? A tour de force performance. Whitestone Pictures presents Kramer versus Sam. <laughs> yep, and we got fucking, uh, what's his name? The guy who did, played Kramer. Hoffman, Dustin yeah. Hoffman, Dustin Hoffman was just like, yeah, I, you know, I thought it was odd when they called me in to play Rain Man in a remake of a different movie, uh, but it really worked. Yeah, you know, I thought, you know, uh, well, I've done both of these characters before. <laughs> oh, it's emerging. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was very in- a very a nice, cha- an artistic challenge. Yeah, it really challenges an actor to synthesize. Uh, I forget what the character's name is in Rain Man. I think it's Retard. Says <laughs> Retard and Kramer. Sean <laughs> <laughs> Penn's just happy to get to work, baby. Yeah. I did half of that guy and half of the guy from Mystic River. Yeah, I know. So I watched that, and then, uh, but then I watched The Way Back. That Ben Affleck. I want to watch it. I should have watched it. So funny. I can't wait. It's really funny. The first- I watched. Go ahead. The beginning of the first 10 minutes are just like showing you what a drunk he is. Nice. That's my favorite part of those movies. Yeah. He's just like, you know, downing beers. And then for whatever reason, his old high school asked him to coach the basketball team, even though he has like some job where I get, I can't even, t- I couldn't even tell what it was. It's some yeah. kind of job. And then his old like Catholic high school is like, you were the best player of basketball ever at this school. And they've never won since. Yeah. We don't even Ben have, Affleck was the best. Yeah, we don't have a coach at all. So we like Al Madrigal's like gonna he's the assistant coach and Oh, okay. You're gonna and then I guess eventually Shouts out to Al Madrigal, that's a nice little role. Um But then there's this other guy in the movie that only exists to like tell him not to curse. <laughs> they introduce this character and he's like, you know, I'm the chaplain. I oversee the game. That's the other thing, too, is it all takes place at this, like, Catholic high school, but there's no, like, religious element whatsoever. Yeah. They, like, uh, like the, it seems to be the only reason it's a Catholic high school is so that uh, this guy can tell him not to use cuss words. And Hell, yeah. And it gets better, they use more cuss words. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, it's fucking really dumb. But the best That's part- an awesome moral. Yeah, the best part about the movie is, is like, so, you know, the guy's like this fucking sad sack drunk that can't get over his divorce, can't move yep. on. Now, Ben Affleck in real life is also a sad sack drunk. Same. Can't get over his... Although he's getting pussy from that girl from Knives Out who's hot as hell. Yeah, I'm sure. But, you know, I mean, we've all... He's, his, he's a divorced... He's got the essence of being divorced. He's he extra is. strength divorced. He is divorced. But, but I mean, like, he is your go-to divorced guy yeah. so in terms when, of famous people. In the movie, the character is divorced because him and his ex-wife, their son dies of cancer and the marriage can't last. Whereas in real life, Ben Affleck just couldn't stop cheating on Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's just like we're crazy. <laughs> that fucking rules. Yeah. Yeah, Ben's playing a guy who uh, who almost died trying to save his son. Yeah, and that and his wife was too much of a bitch. Yeah. to take his feelings into account in the right. movie. Yeah, so you know the the marriage doesn't last or whatever. But then it's like also in the movie, so he still hangs out with his ex wife occasionally. Like their their relationship is like completely muddled and it's confused. Yeah. 
But they, you know, like they showed them, like we find out the kid had cancer because they have to go to a birthday party for this other kid. Mm. kid also has cancer. And it's like, oh, I guess they're still friends with the other parents of children dying of cancer. Right. But all of their kids are still alive, which like that defies logic for me. I would imagine that if I, my son died and as a result, my marriage failed and I could never talk about my son dying my friends wouldn't be the people I know whose children have not yet died of cancer. Yeah, right, right, right. It was a six-year-old with cancer's birthday party. And she, I mean, it's like completely fucking... Yeah, also, that kid isn't going to be happy to see... He was friends with your kid. Yeah. Think about being a little kid. They they add a scene, too, in that where, like, fucking they're at the party for the kid. And the dad of that kid who's now dying is like, these are Michael's parents. Remember Michael? And the kid's like, no. And then it's just fucking, like, bullshit... <laughs> He doesn't remember his friend that died. <laughs> no, it's okay. Don't worry. It's all right. <laughs> like, all right, I already forgot your boy. Yeah. I'm, why am I here? Ben Affleck's like, why did you invite me? Your piece of shit son doesn't even know my dead ass son. Right. Yeah. And then, then that kid gets rushed to the hospital and dies. But then Ben Affleck and the ex-wife are at the hospital, like looking through the window as like the father of that kid, like realizes his son's dying. And then Ben Affleck's like, I got to get out of here. It's like, why are you there in the first place? (laughs) That would never happen. It would never happen. It's like, unless he's your best, unless that character is Ben Affleck's best friend. He's not. He's another guy he knows from like, my child is dying anonymous or whatever. (laughs) That's ridiculous. You can't deal. Does he hang out with them in any other any other way, or just birthday parties and hospitals. I was in, and I mean, it was like I was like incredulous at that point. So then there's other like it, it's you know the ex wife like you can tell he wants the ex wife back, and he's like there's one scene where they like together. He's like, you know, they keep saying he's in a better place, but the better place for him was right here with us. You know, it's like. I mean, it's just stupid. It's what, just you're an adult who doesn't understand how death works, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. People try to console you about your dead son, and they don't say the the aunt or the right thing. Yeah. What, like what? Are they, you, that sucks, man. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. like you 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 actually would be tight as if he wasn't dead. Yeah, dude. Honestly, he's probably in hell. I wish he was here. Yeah. I wish he wasn't fucking in hell or purgatory or yeah. he probably jacked off and didn't didn't say didn't fucking ask for forgiveness. Yeah. So your son's in hell. Yeah. Wish and, he was here. So then he goes out to a bar and gets trashed and uh, nice. very nice. And then fucking like tries to fuck some whore. He picks up a whore at the bar and then driving her home, he smashed <laughs> some guy's boat. <laughs> and breaks into the guy's house thinking it's the wrong house and then gets like arrested and wakes up in the hospital and then he Hell yeah then he's banned from the school by the way he's lost the job as a coach 15 minutes prior to this and the movie just ends with him shooting like free throws and like the team's like winning or something wait the movie ends with him tr- it, with not him facing felony charges he's lost the job as the coach the, I don't know what the way back to is. <laughs> yeah, the way back to what? He's going to he's going to trial. <laughs> he's out on bail, presumably, and he's facing like serious felony charges. That is fucking incredible. Because from that movie, they market it like a pure basketball movie. No. Like it's it's. I thought it was like White Coach Carter with drunk Ben Affleck. Dude, no, I mean it really is like a fucking drunk person tried to make a sports movie. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, but they should call it. I can't remember the Titans. 
That's yeah. just <laughs> the way the way it just like and two like the sports elements of it. It really is like watching a fucking drunk person like stumble through sports cliches like they're doing the alphabet during that run. fucking rules. Dude. It's, just, I mean, like the, the, there's like this one scene with just this like, you know, just like pretty embarrassing level of exposition where Al Madrigal's like, you know, Ben Affleck says something to him. It's when they first introduce their, the characters are introduced to each other. And Al Madrigal's like, uh, well, I guess you want to know who the team is. Uh, and then they just go, Oh no. While they're playing and they're like, that's Jesse. He's the hothead wigger, you know, uh, kind of a showboat or whatever. That's Chunks. Real name is Leonard, and you know, and it's like he's the fat one. You know, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ba- it really feels like it's just they plugged into the script. Like, figure out a better way to do this, but this is basically what we're going to try and say about each of these. Yeah. People. And then, but like they just put it all out there up front, so you, there's no time that you can't you don't- learn anything about these characters through the story. It's like these are just these are the tropes. Yeah, there's never a practice where any of this becomes obvious. No, they literally just say it. Say it to you. That rocks, dude. <laughs> just tell you. Every what. movie should be like that in the beginning, just so we all know. Hands, you know what I'm saying? Cards. What is it? Cards in. The... Cards in the pocket. <laughs> Cards on. Fuck. Hold on. Cards on the table. Pockets on the pockets <laughs> on the barrel. Put your pockets on the barrel. We're gonna get it done. Yeah. Bar- barrel in. Barrel into the pockets on the cards, brother. Yeah. Get some cards in the pocket. Pocket in the cards. Yeah, I mean, but the the end of the movie, you you really are like left feeling like you're coming out of like a deep sleep, still drunk, and you're like, who are those people? Yeah. <laughs> hanging out with a basketball team. <laughs> Did I get fucked up with a junior college basketball team? Yeah, and in that regard, I mean, if you think about it that way, is like if it was intentional and they were trying to go that route, then uh, then it's, it's it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. That's pretty nice. Cool the way they created that that feeling that you're just, you know, thirty An alcoholic losing control, thirty five beers deep, trying to tell people what happened in the Sandlot. <laughs> you haven't made it explicitly clear. You know the move, the one about football. Yeah, and there's a kid and a girl. You know, dog. You fucking asshole. Just doing that. Yeah. <laughs> It was good, man. I really haven't watched any new movies in the last like four years, dude. I just watched fucking um, Becky. Everything's Marvel movies now, and I have no interest. But I might have to watch them just because I forget that like most of the joy I had in movie watching because I used to watch a shit ton of movies. Yeah, when I was fucking like twenty years old, I would download, I would watch absolutely every fucking movie, and you you forget that ninety percent of movies are awful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're fucking really bad. Brutal. Well, that's dude, Becky. You gotta watch Becky. Yeah. It's a movie where Kevin James plays a Nazi, mm-hmm. and uh, he he takes oh, a fucking. I saw the trailer for that. Dude, it's incredible. Oh, he's it's so it good. Paul Blart Mind Comp. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. He is completely not believable at all. He's not menacing at all. He just looks like a fat ass goof. I know. Even I, the... I saw the trailer where he's like, "Well, I guess we'll have to find." Becky then it's like is this a comedy dude I mean he's a comedian it's fucking you know what it reminds me of you remember that episode of the Bernie Mac show where he tries to transition to being a serious actor I don't remember that one but it's so funny dude I he, gotta watch that one 
Yeah, he's like he just tries to do a serious role, and he plays like a guy that's like recovering from like a stroke. Yeah. Showing his family the movie, he's like, "I made a movie," and then they put the movie on, and they're all just like laughing because they think he's like pretending to be retarded for the sake. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's him giving it his best shot. Yeah, dude, it's so good. It's it fu- it makes no sense. Why is the Bernie Mac show not on streaming anywhere? That's cr- you're right. HBO Max should have gobbled that up. They have every everything else is loose ends. Bernie Mac shows incredible. That was one of the best sitcoms of all time, and it's weird because it's really like good. I don't think I've mentioned it once the entire time we've done this show. We've talked about it. Yeah, I, not it, that much, but a little bit. I, I know we've talked about it because every time we talk about, it, I think about how hot his wife was and how big her titties were. Yeah, I mean that that show was really that lady was so hot. I don't even remember the wife. Oh, she's a top. She's a top five. Yeah. Sitcom mom, you want to jack all, off to? All I remember is that he made the nephew on the show gay. Yeah, because that was the bit. Remember his bit? Now my nephew, the yeah. homosexual. <laughs> and it's like, there's no way that's not a real person. Definitely a real kid. Um, yeah, there was a real who's like just like hope praise that nobody finds out that he's Bernie Mac. Yeah. That's, well, I think yeah, or he loves it, or he's like a that that level of gay kid. I want some milk and cookies. Uh, yeah, I want some milk and cookies. <laughs> God damn, that shit is so good. <laughs> I want some milk and cookies. I want some milk and cookies. <laughs> Man, fuck. What is that? My nephew, uh, he homosexual. <laughs> just a matter of fact way. He's just crushing. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, fuck. That's such a good show. Uh, hold on, Larry Wilmore, I think, was on the, was in the mix with that one. I think he was the he produced it. We set out to design a stealthy electric bike, one so sexy you couldn't tell it's electric. Bullshit. Let's discuss it. Black folks don't want to discuss shit. Sit your motherfucking ass down. Yep. Nappy head bastard. <laughs> I'm saying, man, I got I got one daughter. My daughter, 21 years old. My daughter been in school for the last four years. Anaheim, the last four years of my life, me and my wife been swinging. But I had to fuck up two years ago. I got three new additions in my fucking family. Hell yes. My fucking kids. My sister kids. You know, I ain't saying we family. We family. You know, my sister on drugs. Yeah, I ain't <laughs> I got her kids. You know, some of your family members fucked up. You're going to be looking at me all fucked up. <laughs> your family fucked up too. <laughs> I just happened to tell you about it. Yeah, my brother gonna call me and say, man, they're gonna take the kids. So, you know, I said, no, I couldn't have that. I came to court. The judge was gonna separate the kids. You know, I should have let the judge do that, but I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I want to just play the milk and cookies on because I feel, I feel bad about straight up taking just Bernie Max. Playing, just playing, yeah. Just playing a good bit and just laughing at it. Right. You know, and the two year old, he do whatever the two year old tell him to do. Two year old, the boss. See, that's the one you got to watch. That's that. I think, yeah. Walking around the house 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, knowing you ain't go to bed and shit. I had my pillow, my gun, around my motherfucking pillow. Mm-hmm. They come in the bedroom. I said, I said, you think, I said, what the fuck you walking walk around for? It's time about I can't sleep. I said, keep fucking with me. Keep fucking with me. <laughs> keep fucking with me. I came in the house the other day, man, 1 o'clock in the morning. She going to spend the motherfucker one six-year-old downstairs for some milk and cookies. He going, I'm going upstairs, he coming down, he gonna walk past me like I'm a visitor, you know. He just gonna walk past me like I ain't shit, I'm baby. 
I said, where you going, dude? To get some milk and cookies. I said, you little bitch, yeah, it's too goddamn late for the motherfucker. No <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. Uh, that shit is so good. Damn. Bernie Mac is better at comedy than anybody doing it right now. Comedy used to be so good, dude. That's the thing. It's like, like. People like, you know, you think you're like, oh, you work hard for a long time and then eventually you find success. It's like, no, you kind of yep. suck and you wait until everything else sucks, too. And then yep. it's like, you know, the world kind of came down around, you know, it's like living in like a fucking like a lake. You live on a boathouse in a lake or something. I don't know where mm -hmm. this is going. Live in a boathouse on a lake. There's a drought. There's a drought. The big boats have already gone to heaven. All the boats are all boats go to heaven. All the, but your boat stays. All the big boats have gone to heaven, or they host Family Feud. Yep. <laughs> I don't know that story. Oh, it's a tale as old as time. Mm -hmm. Beauty and my dick. I'm gonna get some milk and cook. I love how they like you. You little bitch ass. <laughs> I'm about to rewatch that whole shit as soon as this, as soon as we're done. Yeah, I might have to. Shit is so fucking funny. I should just get high and watch comedy from the '90s. That honestly might that might be the move. Mm -hmm. It's funny because like people see the '90s as this like dark decade in comedy, and it was I guess business wise. But the best stand up, the best, the fucking best year, the funniest stand up is like fucking '95 to 2005. Hmm, I'm trying to think. Was that who? Was, I mean, but what specials really fucking popped in like the nineties? Kicks it off. I'm trying to That's remember true. What year that is. Yeah, but yeah, Chappelle, Killing Them Softly is what two thousand. Uh, probably. That shit's so good. Uh, ninety six is Bring the Pain. So I would say. Uh, yeah. Two thousand five Louis special. Yep. Yeah, those that that first the first two Louis specials. Yeah, that's that's uh, when he after he starts calling his you know children cunts and stuff. His one night stand is so yeah. It was from Bring the Pain to Louis' 2005 one night stand is like that's like the best window. L wait, one night stand was was that? When was uh when what were the first was it what was the fucking chewed up? What was the first one he did where it was like? Oh, whoops! I don't. I hit that by accident. Yeah. Nothing we did deserved the sex, everyone. Yeah. I know. Anyway, whatever. Chewed Up was 2008. I feel like that was a fucking banger, Rooney. Probably. I'm just picking a 10-year time frame. Oh, I see. I see. I'm keeping it neat. Because I don't think his one-night stand was as good as those other two. Yeah, comedy really is. We've reached, like, the death of comedy. Or the end of comedy. Not the death of it, necessarily. Oh, dude. Shameless. Shameless and Chewed Up were his two bangers. The one night stand was solid, but it was a half hour. Um, but it's also like that's that that I remember that one in particular is where Louis C.K. became Louis C.K. Because yeah. prior to that, he was just a guy that did bits. Yeah, he did. That one night stand is where he like trained because you know I mean like he like he had I mean because I remember liking Louis C.K. prior to that, but he, yeah, he was like a quirky comic. Just wrote you know it's like why aren't there any good stereotypes you know like Chinese people can fly and Puerto Rican. <laughs> Made out of can. Yeah, yeah. Was that that bit? And then fucking. Uh, 
Yeah, but then also Patrice's special right before he dies is fucking awesome. That was pretty late in the game. But whatever. Dude, comedy's not dead. We were doing, remember the, what about those characters we were doing uh, over text? Sucking dick. Oh, yeah. Sucking dick the gay sex brothers or whatever. Yeah, you're listening to Gay Talk on NPR. I'm Suck. <laughs> and I'm Dick. <laughs> How you doing? We're going to take a call from Quincy. Okay. <clears throat> Here, one second. Hi, Sucking Dick. Um, <clears throat> I, um, I use motor oil to give myself an enema, um, and now it works too well, and my I can't even feel a dick. I'm constantly lubed when people fuck me in the ass. How do you think I should um, go about fixing that? Thank you. I'll take my call off the air. Now, a lot of people think you're going to want to flush your asshole out, and that's the wrong answer because you want to stay lubricated. You know, right, right. There's no effective way to actually completely wash all that lubricant out of your asshole. You That's just, your new asshole, pal. Yeah, the, the viscosity is too high, so they add water into it. Well, what's the first thing you learn in gay science class as a kid? Water and, and lipids do not mix. Do not mix. So unless you want to put some, some kind of detergent in there, which will then not only strip out the motor oil that you've added to your ass, but the natural lubrication, and it'll fuck your whole system up, you're going to mm. Problem. What you actually want to do is you want an anti-friction additive that'll raise the weight of the oil, which will maintain the viscosity, but also increase the tightness. So uh. it's not actually friction you want to create, but pressure. And you can keep the pressure up by increasing the, the, the by, by adding more weight to the, to, the, to the oil. And that's the way you want to go. And basically, you can just grab anything off the shelf of the AutoZone. Go in there. Just say, I'm looking for something for my ass. <laughs> yep. That'll do it. That'll do it. Just point to your ass and say, I, uh, say no more. Say, I'm sorry. I put the wrong, the wrong oil in my ass. I'll take care of you right away. Great call. Great fucking call. Okay. I think we have another call. Uh, hold on. <clears throat> Hi, sucking dick. Um, I have about $4,000 to use on a new car. My wife wants me to get a Camry. I want something like a CRV uh, so that I can have more room to fuck twinks in it. Um, obviously, I'd like to keep my wife happy, but I also really want to cruise. So what do you think? What, what do you think I should do here? Thank you so much, suck. Well, it was funny. I mean, early on, I thought that was a... Uh... You know, once again, people calling the wrong show. It seemed pretty car oriented. Uh, we got two car calls in the same, oh. same day, considering this is a show about being gay. But uh... I thought, I'm sorry. I thought this was about being gay and also having cars. Uh, yeah, I guess it could be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a clicking noise in my 1994 Nissan Sentra, um, and it just reminds the rhythm reminds me of the rhythm my friend Brad uses to deep dick me. So now every time I hear the noise, I'm horny. How can you help me suck a dick? Yeah, that's the uh, that's your glory hole relay. Mm. So I, you know, I, there's uh, every gay guy's car. It's got it's got three brake brake lights. There's the two regular brake lights, and then the center brake light, which is usually modified. If you bought it off another gay guy, which, you know... Right, I did. You did, yeah. So a lot of guys, a lot of the older guys, they modified mm -hmm. a brake light. So it specifically operates as an open for business red light, you know, glory hole. I see. 
And what that requires is a different relay because it's being used a lot less frequently than a uh, uh, than a regular brake light. It spends a lot of time engaged. Mm. So they wear out quickly. They do the conversion from the center right. to the uh, to the uh, to the glory hole light, and they forget to swap out the relay. So that clicking mode is actually a failed glory hole relay. Of course, on, on your 1998 Camry. Thank you so much, sucking dick. Of course. <laughs> I put um, cum in my tailpipe so that when I suck it off, I can pretend it's it's actually coming in my mouth. Uh-huh. Problem is, it evaporates before I get a chance to get back there. Do you have any solutions I could use here? Well, I don't. I wouldn't really know what kind of additive you would put into cum to make it less evaporative. I guess. Maybe if there was a way to have some kind of sealed exhaust system yeah. that or create, you know what? Maybe try this. I'm listening. Keep the cum in the intake manifold and then you have a separate, you have a separate vacuum hose mm-hmm. uh, uh, that you can detach to suck the cum out of the intake manifold. I don't know how you would prevent it from getting sucked into the engine. Right. But, uh, it would certainly help it from uh, preventing evaporation. But, you know, I don't know. That's a very good question. I mean, a lot of people, what they choose to do is to ejaculate on the, uh, on the either uh, some kind of uh, 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 either a shifter on the, uh, on the uh, steering column. Right. I used to do that, but it got boring. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I used I, to ejaculate onto the shifter, but then also put the shifter in my ass. I guess then what I would do is use some kind of synthetic uh, biodegradable uh, semen um, that's oil-based. And then, you know, uh-huh. put that in the tailpipe. And it would probably maybe, you know, if you put it uh, 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 in somewhere uh, earlier in the uh, the exhaust system, it might clean it out. It might help out, you know. Who knows? This is this is new territory. Wow! Thank you so much, suck. No, nope. my my prayers to Dick. I hope he I hope he recovers. I'm Dick, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I? Oh, I, the other call I had. Could I see your penis? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, I fucking love car talk, man. Yeah, I miss those guys. I think they're, they're are they dead? One of them died, and the other one's been belly aching about it for. <laughs> It'll be funny. The guy will shut talk. the fuck up. If car talk had like the kind of fans that comedy podcasts do. <laughs> they're, like, dude, they're fucking faggots. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Which keeps crying. Oh, my my brother died. Shut up and do the show. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Shut up and do the show. I'm trying to take your phone calls. <laughs> Damn. We should transition. We should le- I got to learn about cars mm-hmm. so that we could just become a car talk. There's yeah. a fucking the market that we just have nice old bitches that maybe, you know, bake us pies. Yeah. be our fans yeah that'd be We're cool. nice wholesome we have to talk like that we have to talk that way stupid but mm-hmm. i still think i have a memory of listening to car talk and eating at einstein brothers bagels with my mother Ooh, dude that was a great post-divorce spot with my dad was <laughs> yeah. oh yeah mm-hmm. just going that... just going and getting uh 
I remember my dad would get some kind of adult style bagel. You know, oh, nice. Like, was it as Asiago? What's that type of Asiago cheese? Sure. That's a great, by the way, if you find yourself in a Panera needing to eat a bagel, get the Asiago bagel. Panera. Asiago with, uh, with like scallion cream cheese. Oh, yeah. Now you're refined. And an adult, you know, barring his girlfriend's car, style, responsible. Uh, That's uh, right. Um, you know, and then I would always get a, a blueberry bagel, strawberry cream cheese. Oh, the fat boy special right there, brother. The doubling up on dessert elements to where it's too sweet, to where it's not enjoyable, but you're loving it. I get a blueberry bagel on this show. <laughs> Like, and then, uh, let me get a divorce. Mm-hmm. Let me get a divorced fat boy. Usual. <laughs> Never mind. We need the, yeah, the divorced father son combo. Yeah, one or, way too sweet, way too fatty bagel. Or the um, or I would get the uh, the hot dog. Oh, nice! The hot dog wrapped in a bagel. That is a gentleman's maneuver, right there, brother. Dipping that bad boy in mustard. <laughs> yes, bro. Oh them yeah i remember eating that kind of dessert eating that kind of lunch right before trying a bunch of husky clothes over at tj maxx uh-huh me and venetia just having a beautiful saturday yeah listen to npr the whole fucking way that's nice it was nice man yeah that's what i miss those are the years where you're too young to understand the concept of depression you think yep people feel yeah you have no idea but it's happening and you're like huh there was like 10 minutes where it was I didn't want to fucking die. Yeah, no. That was pretty nice. When I was eating the bagel, I felt good. Yeah, it's weird. And then, you know, until... It's just crazy that you spend like 12 or 13 years of your life never drunk once. (laughs) You know? You just don't know what that feels like. You have to do 12... Yeah. For 13 years. A a 12-year stint. Mm -hmm. 12 years... First time you got drunk. What's that? When was the first time you got drunk? Probably like 12 or 13. I remember nice. my mom had like a bottle of like like peach schnapps or some bullshit. Hell yeah. That I would like uh, after school drink and then replace with water. Fuck yeah, dude. The perfect crime. But it was like, you know, I would just take like just small. I remember learning about screwdrivers in like health class or dare or something it's so funny i knew about screwdrivers so early as well they yeah. mu- must have been in some kind of curriculum and i remember being like oh you just mix it with orange juice and i would do that Hell and then yeah. i get like kind of buzzed but the, i the, it, it wasn't until i was like 15 that i got like trashed Hell yeah. So you were just a, sh- a social drinker at uh, 13. I get well, Just I, having a cocktail to wind down. I was scared because I would do it by myself and it was just something to do to like feel like I was doing something bad. Yeah, 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 of course. I was like worried about drinking too much of it. But then, yeah. I remember like two, I, like the first like maybe nine times I smoked weed, I didn't really get high. Wow, nine. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm just I like that's what always I remember that people would always say that when you were a kid. It's like you're not going to get high the first time. They're like and everyone was just like, yeah, don't really inhale. You think right? you don't inhale. But I remember all every kid was like, yeah, it's actually the the weed molecules have to go. It's not used to it's not in your bloodstream yet. Yeah, because I remember the first time I got high and not realizing that like, oh, this is what I was supposed to be doing because I didn't like take the hit and then you breathe in after. Right. You know, like, yeah, you just, you just, you have no idea how it works. You think it just stays in your mouth. Yeah. 
And then I remember the first time I actually got like high for real. Cause you just get like, I would get like buzzed. Yeah. A little bit high and like thinking like, Oh yeah, I'm high or whatever. And then the first time you get too high, we were like, I'm fucked up. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. It was terrifying. Of course I got high as fuck the first time I smoked weed yeah. and I got high. And then it was, it was before uh soccer practice, uh-huh. JV soccer, ninth grade. And damn, your boy was just having a good, our coach was this fucking divorced man named Sandy that no one respected. Uh, we just tell him to shut up when he tried to make us to run laps, just damn. stoned as fuck. He's such a bitch ass name for a fucking div- a man named Sandy with a mustache. Yeah. That was the dad's name on the OC. Really? Yeah. I can't respect a man named Sandy. Do you remember that show? Did you ever watch that? Never watched the OC. The OC. No, Fox had a good lineup back then. I think it was that. They had Arrested Development. The OC is like... That, it's a good show. I'd say that's a good show. Never saw it. Yeah. Who's that lady? Misha something is in that? Yeah, she was hot. She was hot. I remember her. I wonder if she's dead now. Is she? I, I think know. you're thinking of Brittany Murphy. I am thinking of Misha Barton, right? Who R.I.P. Brittany Murphy. Misha Barton. I believe she was the voice of Luann. One of the hottest cartoons. Wow, Misha Barton is only 34 years old. How is that Are possible? you serious? Yeah, how is that even remotely possible? Damn. Maybe we should get top from her since she's age appropriate. Uh, she looks disgusting. <laughs> You're canceled, bitch. Don't even try and give us your pussy. Don't even try. It. We don't want your pussy, bitch. Mm-hmm. What is disgusting P- pussy alert? Perez Hilton do to Misha Barton? Did he do something fucked up? No. What did he do? Would be weird if he committed straight rape, even though he's gay. I think we can all agree that's that would be weird. Can I see your penis? Yeah, I don't remember. I remember Misha. She had big ass eyes, but not big titties. But nothing wrong with that. Uh, Misha, Misha, suck your penis. (laughs) Misha giving head. Wait, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm not thinking of Misha Martin. Misha horny for pussy. Misha horny to get pussy. Uh, Is that my name? (laughs) <laughs> Misha, come let me let me get some top. Who else was in that fucking show? Some other hot girl was in that show. Honestly, I'm I'm definitely I'm I'm gonna sling it over to Misha, no problem. I she looks a little thicker now, which I respect. Uh-huh. She was a little too skinny for me in the OC days. Yeah. There was some other bitch with big eyes. We should redo the OC, but it's about Ocean City. Oh yeah. Yep. What was that song? Yeah. What's the Ocean City here? I come back to get my fucking dick sucked. (laughs) Ocean City. Having sex with sex sex trafficked Ukrainian girls. (laughs) Giving Ukrainians five bucks to suck me off underneath the boardwalk. At Mr. Ducks. At MR Docs. Oh yeah, welcome to the OC. Mm-hmm. Bitch, stop playing with me, Oxana. Come over here, bitch. I gave you forty five dollars. You' about to suck me off. What should I watch, dude? What are what are other what are some other? Movies? You gotta watch Becky. Becky. Okay. 
Yeah, that's the Kevin James movie. I looked at the top grossing movies of 2019, and they're all like baby movies and then Marvel shit. Yeah. It's like um, three different fucking superhero movies. A newish movie. It's not even super new. Do you, you see Hell or High Water? Did we talk about this already? Yeah, I got it on DVD. Okay, uh, never mind. Um, that's the thing. Is like I do watch movies every like new releases, but I'll mm-hmm. only the best movie. I'll be like one or two movies a year that I'll watch. Yeah, I watched for the first time. I watched. Uh, we watched the best movies. Who's? <laughs> I only watched the best feature films. The best features with the most wonderful young gentlemen in them. It's uh, Avengers, <clears throat> Lion King, Frozen Two, Spider Man: Far From Home, Captain Marvel, Joker, Star Wars, Jesus, or Aladdin and Jumanji. Are you fucking kidding me? Those are the top ten highest grossing films of 2019. Damn. What about the top? T- what about we got to go down to 2030 for a. What, how long do we have to go for an actually good movie? That's an interesting question. I, you know, I have no Asian City, I'm straight. Yeah. And I was under the impression that Captain Marvel did not make any money. What, mm, what was sorry. It looks that like was a, just your, you were, you thought, you, you thought the world and your, your hopes aligned. No, but it actually out earned Joker. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Captain Man. Captain Does that God. piss you off? No. Yeah, it does. Now that we live in a Joker world, true. <laughs> it is true. I tried rewatching Joker at home, and it wasn't. It didn't do it for me. Yeah, I told you guys were sucking it off. Big. I'm the only history. Once again, has vindicated me as the one who's right. I still think it's. I don't think it's bad. I just like didn't. It's not doing it. For it was me. just fine. It was. A, it was a fine. I, and he, I'm. I'm speaking as a guy who likes a Marvel movie to just get fucked up and watch. Well, you were going off about how it sucks. It looks stupid. It was you were saying after- it was it's it was just an okay, a fun movie. It's fun, yeah. I mean, it's like what well, I don't. But it's just it's just King of Comedy and Taxi Driver, and then it's Joker. All right, but well, there were some good ass moments in it. Hmm. But you know, it's no Thor Ragnarok. You know what I'm thinking about Nesley flips. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do they have? The black face of pretzels. Oh, fuck, dude. Anything. Oh, my God. A flip? I can't. Yes. That's my favorite shit. Yeah. That's my go. That's one of my go-tos when I'm getting fucked up. Yeah. With the Z. Flibs. Flips. Flip. God damn. Flips. Damn, they got birthday cake, Nesley Flips. Shit. Shit, what are you doing to me right now, man? I'm about to go buy a whole fucking family pack. For almonds and pretzels to do blackface, but the president of Canada isn't allowed to. Such a good point. Did you see that guy in Toronto that went to the protest in blackface? He was in blackface? Yeah, some guy. They don't have guns there. The most the violent thing they have is blackface. <laughs> so some guy went to the Black Lives Matter protest. Oh, like, he- to troll them, or was, did he think he was an ally? Uh, to troll them, but he got arrested because that's illegal in Canada. <laughs> it's something that the president has done multiple times. <laughs> they call it Trudeau's law, Justin's law. Yeah. You can't do blackface anymore. You're going to jail. Yeah. The man event at Nathan Phillips Square. It's named after the Indian from the uh, Covington Catholic story. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Phillips Square. That was that guy's name, right? I don't fucking know. 
I don't retain a lot of information, man. I know about Nestle flips. I don't, are they flips though? I don't think they're Nestle. That's, it's really called that. It's really called Nathan Phillips Square. Is that the guy's name? Yeah, that's the guy from that was that Indian guy from the fucking the that's coming. Hilarious. Damn, they got caramel sea salt ones and white fudge. It was from my Vietnam times. He was told to leave. The man claimed he was not trying to be disruptive despite his highly offensive appearance. <laughs> he was not trying to be disruptive. Yeah. That's awesome. He was arrested for breach of the peace and charged. What a kind yeah, of dude. stupid fucking Canadian law is that? Breaching of the peace and charge? Breaching of the peace. I don't know. I'm looking up where the closest... Uh, supermarket that has birthday cake flips is you might have a, uh, in brooklyn operation dumbo drop to your house <laughs> damn they got the milk chocolate ones all over but the oh they got the milk chocolate ones all over a story but the birthday cake one is on the marketplace on 617 fifth avenue and super fresh in bay ridge yeah i was just down in bay ridge really yeah, I went to Costco, and then there was like an hour line, so I got pissed off, so I just drove to Bay Ridge and sat in my car in a parking lot and then came home. You just parked and took in the Bay Ridge vibes? Dude, I love Bay Ridge. That'd be cool. Why don't you get a house there? Is it too expensive? Yeah, it's too expensive. And then it's like that fucking, that drive on 278, like they take the BQE from there is brutal. Not really. Nah, once you get to the, the where you get to like, where it splits off and you can either take the battery yeah. park or 278, the traffic there is a fucking nightmare always. Mm. It's going to be even worse once this shit, once we're in phase one. Phase it is one. so funny that they're trying to do this phase thing. There's like pictures of New York with like 7,000 people gathered together. <laughs> and they're like, uh, restaurants will be open for takeout service. <laughs> I think you can sit outside now. Yeah, I mean... I think that's the move. They should just fucking open it back up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I still don't want to be... I don't want to be crowded. I don't want to be indoors with a bunch of motherfuckers. Yeah. But I'll be outside. Mark Wahlberg's getting canceled. For what? The, the, well, the hate crime? Well, yeah, but because he said, he said Black Lives Matter on social media. And... Like, but this happened days ago, and it's of course like I felt like everyone already kind of knew about the hate crimes. But now, yeah, but that's how Cosby was too. We all thought so, but it I guess not really. Yeah, but it's not like Cosby had a section on his Wikipedia that said like numerous rape. Rape. Yeah. <laughs> go on fucking inside the actor's studio and be like, yeah, you know, back in the sixties, I raped a lot of women. And, it was different uh, then, and uh, now I think that it's not such a good thing. It's not so good. It's not the best thing that you could do, but <laughs> I have sex. And every she... once in a while, I'm doing meat what? Every once in a while, I still have sex. If you want to fuck a woman that she won't let her, you put a gun to her head and you stick a penis in her pussy. It's all you gotta do. Is... <laughs> all you gotta do is you put your penis in the pussy. Very, 
Very interesting. And that prepared you for Ghost Dad? You put the gun in the pussy and the pill in the drink, and you mix both <laughs> up, and what do you get? Okay, thank you, Bill. That's I, You answered the question. Thank you. I'm here on Inside the Actor's Pussy, and I am fucking Scarlett Johansson as we speak. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's you're doing a good job, James. <laughs> Am I raping correctly, Bill? That's how you do it. We got <laughs> knocked out on the pills, and James Lipton is raping Scarlett Johansson. Ah, uh, what a good show that was! <laughs> Inside the actor studio. Yeah, <laughs> crazy stuff on that show. They did some wacky stuff, brother. I'll tell you. They're tr- truly a bunch of nut jobs on there. They were they got nutty over there mm-hmm. with the whole final. He died, didn't he? Who? Jim's Jim Lip Jimmy Lips. Uh, yeah. James Lipton. I think so. Imagine that being raised in in the empire of iced tea, just coming from the world's most prestigious iced tea family. Is he an is he an heir to the Lipton fat fortune? I have no idea. But that would be awesome. If I, I was that rich, I wouldn't do shit. Something different with my life. I don't want to sell pink lemonade. Uh, well, yeah. I guess they didn't even have pink. He just died. Oh, did he? Yeah. Damn. Um, he died of coronavirus. Did he? I think so, yeah. Damn. Damn. His dad apparently was a beat poet who got who got who had four wives. Damn. Lawrence Lipton got pussy. Yeah. Lipton was born in Lotz, Podland, the son of Rose and Abraham Lipschitz. He immigrated to the United States and settled. Lipschitz is such a funny name. I know. <laughs> Lipton began his career as a graphic artist and won an award for his illustration of a version of the Haggadah, a Passover prayer book. Who gives a shit? It sounds gay. Yeah. He had he had his, he was married to Dorothy Omansky, Betty Weinberg, Craig Rice. Oh, it's not a guy. It's a woman named Craig. It's a woman named Craig. <laughs> <laughs> and Nettie Brooks. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would want to fuck a woman named Craig. She would have to be hot, but the idea of getting Craig's pussy. Is- oh, Craig, let me get some head, Craig. I love being Craig. Suck my dick, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh hell yeah, Craig! Um, you got the best pussy. <laughs> Craig's got some fire pussy. Craig's got such good pussy. That's so awesome. Oh, the fuck, Craig Rice! That's awesome, dude. I'm trying to get head from a woman named Craig. I'm trying to get a head from a woman named Larry. Yeah. Craig Rice looks like somebody. I'm trying to place it. I'm looking at the picture now. Yeah, she looks. She's hot. No, she looks like either Mark Margolis or Mark Margolis. Yeah, the actor. Who the fuck is that? You'd recognize me. If you she she's a mystery now. She's pretty hot. She looks like Mark either Mark Margolis or uh, there was a comic. In DC and Baltimore. Oh, I guess she kind of looks like Mark Margolis. The other Eric Myers. 
Yes. Yeah. The the yes. Not not the one we should know, but there was another Eric Myers. Yes, I do remember that guy. She like, does look like him. Yeah. I think he changed his name to Eric something else. Yeah. Nah, but you know what? She does look like him, but she also she looks like a hot lady version of him. Sure. Well, she looks like Mark Margolis. She does. But I would get pussy from Mark if she if he looked like Craig. Craig. <laughs> Craig, who James Lipton's father fucked. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time I got Craig pussy? Did I ever tell you about when Wait, I... Was that his mom? Uh, I guess. No. No, he was his mom was Betty Weinberg. I'm sorry. Anyways, you guys can look all this stuff up on your own. <laughs> James Lipton's father got head from Craig, from someone named Craig. We're getting ready to open phase one. Phase three is when they let you start doing podcasts in person again. Can't wait for phase three. Yeah, I think Adam comes back this week. I don't know. Adam's coming back. Yep. I don't know if he's. Uh, Coming back to the show, he's definitely coming back to New York. He might be. Adam likes to get in the mix. Up to him. I mean, yeah. He will be back though. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll obviously have to re-earn his spot on the show. Of course, yeah. You don't just you don't listen. So he'll start calling in. He'll start calling in, and if his contributions are good enough, he'll get more airtime day after day. Me and Stav are going to get little tables with X's on the front. <laughs> <laughs> So you think you can podcast? <laughs> we should honestly do so. You think you should? You can podcast, dude. That would be an incredible way for us to do a live show without doing with doing even less than we do now. We do a live show. All these fucking assholes take turns trying to riff with us, and we just give them X's, and uh, we do that for an hour and a half, and they fucking pay twenty dollars to see it. That's cool. We should do a Shark Tank for podcast. We need to do that's when okay. I've never wanted every time we go, we talk about going on the road. None of us really want to because live podcasts are gay. But so you think you can podcast? That is the way around it, brother. Would, we don't even work at all. We just fucking shit on them for an hour and then go get fucked up and eat like at the best restaurant in whatever fucking city we're in. Randy Jackson's on it for some reason. <laughs> Dog, yeah. I love what you're doing. Yeah, Adam is one of the contestants every time, and, and Randy is the third. <laughs> what is Randy Jackson up to? I think he's back in Journey. Damn, he's such a weird-looking guy. I know. Damn, my armpits smell like fucking onions right now. Yeah. Well, you should <laughs> take care of that. I'm going to make some eggs here. Love it. Folks. Uh, yeah. That's uh we'll see you see you soon. Buy the shirts. Nice. Friday I'm doing another stop you solves your problems. You can find them on YouTube. And I'm going to do a, another fundraiser stream at 5 30 p.m. today. So in an hour and twenty minutes. We raised five thousand bucks on Friday's show. Accidentally ate all the money from the last I didn't eat any of the money. It has all gone to worthy causes. None of it has been ingested by me. Uh <laughs> but we've almost raised 13,000 bucks. So if we get to 15, that would be some hard dick shit. Anyway, I'm going to be playing Grand Theft Auto at 5.30 p.m. Um, 